The things you say to yourself or about yourself to other people is going to give you an idea of what your scripts are. So you pick up these scripts of your life over time. Let's talk about some emotional scripts. Emotional scripts can be as simple as nobody likes me because I was rejected as a kid or I was bullied by somebody. So nobody likes me, therefore I'm not going to build any new relationships. So every day I'm trying to use my conscious mind to say I'm going to make new friends. I'm going to go make new friends. Yay! And then like you walk up to me like, hey. Somebody said, I'm not good with people. I'm like, but I'm good with you. I'm like, oh, hyped up. I'm talking to her. I'm like, how you doing? I'm like, you're going to be the next Beethoven. Right? She's like, I'm not good with people. I'm like, I didn't ask you if you're good with people. I'm just being good with you right now. So her script automatically popped up out of her mouth. So now this is how you determine what your scripts are. The things you say to yourself or about yourself to other people is going to give you an idea of what your scripts are. Some people say, I always miss out on things. Oh, you always miss out on things. I always miss out. I'm always late. Or I always forget things. Or I always don't put things back. And my mom said, you never put things back. So I adopted her philosophy. I was like, oh, she ever say, never put things back, never put things back. So now I forget to put things back. Now I'm consciously, because I got to the point where I'm being more conscious, I understood. So my your philosophy is affected by your scripts. Okay? So all of these scripts could go on and on, but we're not for the purpose of this video. Hello, powerful people. My name is Edouard Gilles, personal development speaker and talk show host. And I want to welcome you to this holistic experience called Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation. This podcast is all about growth in all aspects of your life. How do you solidify a great mindset that will lead to a healthy body, healthy relationships, and an in-tune spirit? Well, join me on this journey to becoming the best version of ourselves. If you want a podcast that you can relate to, a podcast that will motivate and inspire you, all while educating you on ways to personally develop and grow as a being, Ed Talks Daily is for you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of a review. Or tune in live every Monday at 12 p.m. by visiting FAURradio.com. How to build constructive habits. Alright, I want everybody to close their eyes. Sit seriously, align your spine. And we're going to paint some pictures in your mind that we can paint it in the room. Is that with this? There's a mic. There's a mic. See yourself as the ultimate person that you want to be in life. Your routine looks exactly how you want it to look like. Your body looks like you want it to look like. You're waking up in the mansion or the house that you want to wake up in. Your mind is at ease. Whatever that you envision the best version of yourself to be, I want you to take your account into what that version is. And as you continue to take account into what that version is, I want you to look on the left side of your brain. 
So on the left side of your brain is the person you are now. Not saying that the person you are now is not a good person, but it just hasn't reached your full potential. So now the right side, which is your creative brain, is imagining. I want you to literally do this exercise for the right side. The right side is imagining how you can be. How your life looks like. Who you are meeting. Are you getting interviewed by Oprah? What is it that you're doing on the right hand side of your brain? So now, I want you to look in the middle of your brain. The middle between the right and the left. And I want you to look at the daily habits that you do. The mistakes, the misprojects, the doubt, the fear. And then I want you to slowly, almost like you're taking those and trashing them in the trash bin. So in the back of your head, you're throwing that away. And then I want you to look at the left side and also diminish, diminish, diminish. And the right side, bring it up, bring it up, bring it up. And take three deep breaths as you ponder upon the person you're going to be. So take a deep breath like I showed you. Inhaling, pushing the hand out. Exhaling, letting go. Inhaling. And exhaling. Keep doing that. Now slowly open your eyes. Can somebody share what, what were you looking at in your mind? In your mind's eye, what did you see? Nothing but green. Nothing but green? Okay. So if you probably see that, you would see who you are. So, first we have to talk about what habits are. So habits are the things that you do so effortlessly that they become automatic, but you don't have to continuously think about what you're going to do. So, we're going to look at two areas today. We're going to look at the conscious and then we're going to look at the subconscious. So how many people know what the, sub, what the conscious mind is? What is the conscious mind? Quick. Things that you're awake. Things you're awake. Yeah. Okay. Do you normally think about what you're doing throughout the day or do you, do you kind of just on go mode? Autopilot, right? So our lives is ran by habits. And if you effectively build the right ones, you can build the person you want to be. So now one of the major reasons why I'm actually doing this seminar workshop is because I build a habit of continuously looking for opportunities wherever I go. I was in the school walking around and I saw a life skills flash. So I built a habit of being curious about things. So that habit got me here today and thanks to Ivy. So what are some habits that you have in your life that are building the things that you are having in your life right now? So you can either consciously build yourself, build your life, or you could subconsciously live your life. So now, when you think about your subconscious mind, we have three levels. I would say for the purpose of this workshop, we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the scripts. We're going to talk about philosophies. And we're going to talk about beliefs, ideals, and the version that you, the, the version, this all is about the same thing, also learned by philosophies, also by the script. So now the scripts of your life are the things that you subconsciously picked up from your parents and you didn't even know it. 
So sometimes you have a habit of doing something, certain thing, but you don't even know that it's actually given to you by your parents. So before you can even tap into the conscious mind, you have to look at the subconscious mind to see what is it in your life right now that is not a result of your own thinking that has been a result of generational programming. So now they say that between the ages 1 and 7, most of your life has been programmed. Most of the things that you believe in, the way that you eat, your lifestyle patterns have been programmed by what your parents or lifestyle deemed to be. So, that means that between 1 and 7, you adopt certain philosophies about your life. So between 1 and 7, the scripts of your life determines your philosophy. Now, let me tell you personally about me. I grew up in a Haitian household. I don't know if you guys have Haitian friends, but my parents sometimes have a scarcity mindset. Now what that means is, turn off the water! Don't, uh, I was, I remember when I was a kid, I'm like, mom, the water's cold and it's 50 degrees outside, I gotta let the water run before it get hot. It's like, turn off the water! You don't know how much, so guess what that does is, when you're a kid, you might be operating out of the spirit of lack. You may think there is never enough. There's not enough things to go in the world. There's not enough money. There's not enough um, resources. Rich people are bad. So you picked up the scripts. You have the spirit of lack. That may be a philosophy. If you grew up Haitian like I did, but you probably didn't. I don't know how many Haitians we have in here, but I'm going to tell you about my personal experiences. You probably ate island food or whatever food you ate. You know, I ate island food, but you could eat whatever food that you eat. Think of the foods that you've been eating. Think of the food that you ate and think of the food that you eat now. Have you been eating the same food for the, your entire life? Please raise your hand if that has been the case. For the most part, you've probably ate the same food that you've eaten your entire life unless you change your lifestyle. So this is the scripts. You have a spirit of lack, you, you adopt a certain philosophy. If I don't eat meat, I cannot gain, I cannot live. Without meat, there is no life. So if you're trying to live a pescatarian lifestyle or a vegetarian lifestyle, and the script says, if you're eating leaves, you're a dying skeleton. <laughs> I, I got that. Like, you're eating leaves? What are you? A giraffe? Okay, so there is these scripts that you picked up. I've had one of my friends, my dad's friends, he was like, in Haiti, I know I keep bringing Haitian references, but this is my background. He said, when you have a big belly, it means that you are wealthy. <laughs> so from the island, you still got the slavery mentality. It says, if you have a big belly, you're healthy. No, you're wealthy. That means you have money to eat. So subconsciously, you could have picked up the philosophy that if I have a big belly, I have money to eat. Or on the other side, it could be that if I don't have a big belly, then... I won't be accepted by my parents who have a big belly. Or all my family members won't accept me. Or maybe all my family members won't like me if I start becoming a vegetarian. So you pick up these scripts of your life over time. Let's talk about some emotional scripts. Let's make sure we're on time. So some emotional scripts can be as simple as, Nobody likes me because I was rejected as a kid or I was bullied by somebody. So nobody likes me, therefore I'm not going to build any new relationships. So every day I'm trying to use my conscious mind to say, I'm going to make new friends. I'm going to go make new friends. Yay! And then like you walk up to me like, hey, hey, hey. Somebody said, I'm not good with people. I'm like, 
But I'm good with you. I'm like, oh, hyped up. I'm talking to her. I'm like, how you doing? I'm like, you're going to be the next Beethoven. Right? She's like, I'm not good with people. I'm like, I didn't ask you if you're good with people. I'm just being good with you right now. So her script automatically popped up out of her mouth. So now this is how you determine what your scripts are. The things you say to yourself or about yourself to other people is going to give you an idea of what your scripts are. Some people say, I always miss out on things. Oh, you always miss out on things. I always miss out. I'm always late. Or I always forget things. Or I always don't put things back. And my mom said, you never put things back. So I adopted her philosophy. I was like, oh, she ever say, never put things back. Never put things back. So now I forget to put things back. Now I'm consciously, because I got to the point where I'm being more conscious, I understood. So my, your philosophy is affected by your scripts. Okay? So all of these scripts, we could go on and on, but we're not for the purpose of this video. Okay. I mean, for the purpose of this speech. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. Hey there. Were you enjoying the podcast? I bet you were. This is just a little excerpt from the event I'm going to be hosting on March 4th at the Broward County Library called How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business. But that's the short promo I had for that event. But listen to me. The only way I can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support. That's why I've partnered up with audibletrial.com. Because you're not you when your mind's hungry. So feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book. Because what happens when you listen to a book, it, your subconscious mind records it better. That's why I prefer audio rather than text. The average person reads less than a book a year. Top CEOs read about a book a month. Aren't you the top chief executive of your life? You are a CEO, you are a powerful being, so it's your time to invest in your mind. So don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast, whatever, wherever you're listening, there's a link. All you gotta do is go to the description, click get free audiobook from Audible. Audibletrial.com forward slash ed talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. So now, let's think about some philosophies you may have helped that have derived from the scripts. So what are some philosophies that you have about, let me see everybody's uh, habits. I got yours. Yes. All right. 
So philosophies have to be something that you live your life by no matter what. A philosophy is not like having a philosophical thought in philosophy class. It's more of like, this is how I think, therefore I am. Let me give you a philosophical quote to remember about philosophy. I think, therefore I am. So that philosophical quote can remind you of your philosophies. So if you have a philosophy that, if you have, let's say a couple of philosophies. If you have philosophies that, I need more time to do things. I need more time to do things, so I'm going to take my time with them. So I need more time. I need to be more, I need more time to do things. And also, you may have a philosophy that says, uh, let's, say, let's think about a health philosophy. Let's go around the room. I'd like to get people's opinions. What's the philosophy that you think you have about life in general? Come back to me <laughs> to think about it. Okay, let's... There's a time and place for everything. There's a time and place for everything. Okay. Philosophy? Um, I know I said, I said this before. Um, expectation only creates an opportunity for disappointment. Expectation only creates an opportunity for disappointment. Okay. So what happens when you have... That's a good one. I really want to keep that one. So... Expectations. Now, I'm not putting you out there. No, no, that's fine. That's okay, well, this is very intricate when we're trying to analyze to see what's going on with all of us. So, expectations. Equals disappointment. I'm going to pick everything up. Now, I'm not putting you out. You said that you want to overcome procrastination. So, so what if you expect rejection? So, what if you on a conscious mind you expect that you're going to succeed? But you know the laws of math. This is a two-way street. If this is negative and this is positive, guess one, which one rules? Chances out. Chances out, right? Succeed is going to automatically equal failure. So if I expect to succeed, I'm automatically going to fail. So if I expect to do something on time, I'm automatically going to fail. If I expect to go to the gym, I'm automatically going to fail. Because my philosophy does not allow me to expect good things to happen. I expect to be disappointed, therefore I expect to fail. We're putting it at a basic thing. So your philosophy is running. Your philosophy is a major determining factor that rules your life. And then also, you have the beliefs, the ideals, and the things that you believe about your life. The things you believe about the world. The, thing, the way you, you, you feel as if you should live your life. So we've touched the fundamental, the scripts, the philosophies, the beliefs, the ideals, and stuff like that. So now, what I'm doing now is some self-work. So I want to give you a quick little assignment. There's more papers if people need some. I want you to go home and make a column chart. I can erase this. Man, I think I should get that. That was just a good chart. We're going to erase the side of it. Okay, so I want you to think about 
The results you're getting, we're gonna do, we're gonna work backwards. What are the results you're getting? So we're doing a backward arrow. What are these decisions that are leading up to these results? And what is the script and philosophy that has brought all this about? So what are the results? Analyze the results. Maybe I'm maybe like I'm not healthy, I'm overweight, I don't eat right, um, I procrastinate, whatever it is, look at the results, look at the decisions, this is where your habits lies. But not just conscious, conscious or, or subconscious, conscious or unconscious. Look at the conscious decisions that you're making and then ask, analyze what script from one to seven. So now we can really think deeply, when did this start in my life? So now, because you went from the source, you can work your way up so that you can change the decisions that are getting the results that you want. How do you do this process? You have to become an overseer of your life. I want you to do a quick and exercise. Think about what you're thinking about me, whether good or positive. You're thinking something about me. Now step out. Look into what you're thinking about me. You've just overseen your thought process. You can oversee what you're doing in your life. If you if you just stop and say, Oh, I'm grabbing this pen. Oh, I'm grabbing this pen. You didn't just, oh, I grabbed this, I grabbed this pen, it's automatic. If, while you're about to eat, for instance, here's, here's something that I do for myself. Sometimes somebody says, one thing is, I, I sometimes, I tend to talk too much. Sometimes, but I usually am quiet, then I talk too much. I could go on and on because I have a lot I'm trying to share. Then I'm like, oh, I'm not letting this person talk. Now I just, I just stepped outside, I've overseen my action. Here's another thing. I'm a health coach, right? I'm not supposed to eat chips and stuff. There was a period in my life I was kind of depressed and I was eating chips and I was trying to overeat it. And that's not how I live my life. My philosophy does not align. Your philosophy is the software that ensures that the movements of the hardware aligns with the software. So my philosophy was saying no. So I stepped out and I'm like, man, you're eating chips. Oh, what are the scripts that led to this decision? So you have to become an overseer of your thought, almost becoming your own parent to see what you're doing, so that you can analyze the habits. Okay, so we got this part down. Any questions? Any questions? Okay. So now you may say, okay, we went through all of this. Why, why didn't you just go straight to how to build habits? Okay, I've seen a lot of different ways of how to build habits, but I've always didn't necessarily like that they didn't go towards the base because if you don't change those, you can't really work it. So here's what I've done. I've made a, I made a list of positive scripts. For the, we're going to do constructive. Constructive means building something that you want. Positive and negative is too subjective. Constructive or destructive. Let's say you're trying to build yourself to the version that you want. Don't you want something that's going to construct your person that you want to be rather than something that's going to destroy the person you want to be? You want to construct the person you want to be. So make a list of your positive, your constructive scripts of your life and your constructive habits, I mean your destructive habits, and then turn them into constructive ones. Merely the opposite of what you actually want. 
What that's going to do is it's going to allow you to program your subconscious mind. Now, how do you put this into practice? I'm going to give you a practical advice on how you can do that. You're going to record all the constructive scripts that you want. You're going to record them. For instance, I, I, I record this and I know it. I say, I provide values to others. Every person that I meet, I will help them create a better opportunity rather than my services to help them and not hurt them. I'm going to give you a good example. Man, I wish it wasn't Russian. But I really want to go deep. If you go on the surface, it's cool, but then you're wondering, hey, I've gotten the cue, the routine, and the reward, but it didn't work because the didn't get programmed. So, these are the ways that I live my life now. So I listen to this every morning. I value to others. Every opportunity I present to those I encounter will improve their personal and business results. Because I used to think that I'm not good enough to be a speaker. I'm not good enough to teach people what to help people. So I had to make that. I realized that I am a byproduct of my mental scripts and that their roots took years to be inrooted into my habits. So I will not try to will my way out of the script. I will not try to will my way out of the script. I will focus on self-image of who I am. Not change my prices, but I used to like, oh, I work with you. But you get that. You can get an idea of what that is. It may take some time and self-awareness to be able to do that, but that has allowed me to program my brain. So you listen to this when you go to sleep and when you wake up. When you're going to sleep, your brain is going to tail, going down from beta to you sleep. So at the theta state is where you want to program your brain. Theta is when you could input messages into your subconscious mind. So right when you're waking up from the bed, put your headphones on listen to the scripts. Do it every day, every day, every day. Before you go to sleep and when you wake up in the morning, it'll make a tremendous difference in your life. That is more effective than anything I can tell you to do because that is going to help you program your subconscious mind. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. What's going on, powerful people? It's the one and only the holistic motivator here with a special message for you before you go about your day. Now, listen, if you've been tuning into this podcast for a couple months, a couple weeks, a couple days, a couple of years, I want to thank you. But you know what? There's one thing to listen on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And there's another thing to be at a live event. It's just different because of the energy, because you get to interact and because of, of the frequency that's in the room. Now, if you're in Miami, Florida, Broward, Florida, South Florida, any part of Florida and is willing to travel, I have a consistent workshop that I host every month on the first Wednesday of the month. 
every month, the first Wednesday of the month, I have an event called How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business. And it's not just for entrepreneurs, but it's for everybody who want to take care of themselves. So whatever you're growing, if you're learning how to grow your business and you're too tired and stressed to get anything done, come learn some practical self-care tips so that you can take care of yourself so you can take care of business. So you're going to learn how the most effective entrepreneurs are using meditation, mindfulness, exercise, and self-monitoring to increase their productivity and it boosts their business. And if you don't have a business, to boost the business called you. I'm going to talk about how to be more mindful, how to meditate through medical qigong, and how to journal in order to take care of your mental well-being and diminish your stress. Okay, so the link is below whatever podcast platform. Just check out below and you're going to see get free ticket to event. Click that link and then it will take you to an Eventbrite page or my personal website where you can then get your free ticket to this event. So the next event is coming up on March 4th. March 4th, the next event is coming up. The next one after that, I believe, is April 1st. All right, so March 4th and April 1st, I am looking forward to seeing you at the next How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business, okay? I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is my pleasure to serve you. Please, please, if you get anything from this podcast, don't miss out the chance to see me in the early beginning stages of my passion in life because whatever I share is just... I'm just a vehicle. I'm just a medium to share it with you. I'll see you on the other side. Thanks. So we talked about the philosophy of habits. We talked about becoming the overseer of your thoughts. Your thoughts become things. What you think about, that's the first law you need to remember. Everything that you're thinking about is consciously creating your life. So now, how are habits built? Let's get rid of this. So, according to these couple of books, The Power of Habits. Remember these books? I want you to read them when you go home. You're going to get a lot more info. Power of Habit. Atomic Habits. And I'm, I'm, I could give you a code where you can get them for free as an audio. And then Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. These are the three recommended books that I would tell you to go home. So I'm going to leave these on the side. Okay, so they determined that people build habits through a cue, a routine, and a reward. Now, what did we just do outside? Was that rewarding? Was that, did you feel better after you done it? Yeah. Exactly. What was the cue that led you to doing the routine that we just did? I initiated, right? You came to this, you made a decision to come to this workshop to learn how to do it. But what if you set up a cue in the morning that when you wake up, let's say you wanted to go to the gym. When you wake up, there's your shoes and your workout clothes is right there. Or in your gym bag, you always walk around with your gym bag with your shoes and your workout clothes. So that's a cue. A cue is the initiator, the routine, 
is what you're going to actually do, the process of doing it, and the reward is not just the feeling that you get, but the benefit that you get out of it. So a cue, a routine, and a reward helps you build the habits in your life. So now let's be more specific here. Let's say that you have a continuous habit of missing assignments. What if that on your calendar, you scheduled out all the assignments that you want to get done? All the assignments are scheduled out, so when you get an email, two weeks before the assignment is due, you get a notification through your Google Calendar when the assignment is due and 24 hours before the assignment. Don't you think you constantly seeing those notifications will alert you to go ahead and do that project? Okay, that's cool. But what if you started doing an active routine of journaling by keeping your journal right on your desk so that when you wake up in the morning, the first thing that you see is your journal before anything else, you wake up and say, what is my intention for the day? And then out of that intention, today I want to make sure I give my best self to this workshop today, so this is my intention. So I'm going to build out certain tasks that's going to align with this intention, and then I'm going to write them down and detail them out so that I can actually complete these and make sure that I check them. Now, guess how many rewards you got? You have the satisfaction knowing that not only did you keep up your journaling, but when you see the check, you know you're getting checks. You're getting checks in the mail. Maybe this is profitable to you. Maybe not now, maybe 10 years from now. It's profitable to you. So you got the cue, you got the routine, and you get the reward of knowing that you finished everything on your list. So this is important here. Now, let's go let's do a time management matrix. I believe everybody should know this. Have everybody read Seven Habits of Highly Effective People? That's another book to read. Reading is very important. So there's a, this is the time management issue. Just urgent. Maybe I got it in wrong. Not urgent. I may have these figured out. So most people do important things that are urgent. Do, most people only do the um, urgent things because they're important. They don't necessarily do the things that's going to allow them to continuously have progress, like journaling so that you can keep up with your mental state, going to the gym so that you can keep up with your body and stay healthy. Most people live in the quadrant of, oh, I need to do it now because it's important and it's urgent. I need to get this time with them right now. So you're pretty anxious, you don't really have time to like reflect and coast and see yourself and do the overseeing thing. So, sometimes most people do not important thing and not urgent things. It's not important or urgent, but they just do it. Maybe watch Netflix, Netflix and chill. You know, maybe whatever it is that's in there. I'm a little bit going past here. And then some people do urgent and not important things. Okay? Like, what is an urgent and not important thing that you think you may do? Get gas. Get gas? Ur is is urgent? Is it not? It's important. You can like it's important. I'm thinking like obviously you're not at E, you know. Like, yeah, you have to not eat. You don't have to get it right now, but you can do it anyway because you. Mm-hmm. How about your smartphone? Oh yeah. Like how about notifications? How many notifications you got for Instagram? You just. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Very not important and, and it's so urgent. Okay, so I want you to stay in this crack. What are the things that are going to be beneficial in your future? Stick to the things that are not urgent 
but they're really important for you. The meditation that you're doing is important because if you're calm throughout life, nothing, no forces can hurt you. I went to Walmart today to buy a recorder, and the lady, I'm like, oh, it's locked. Can you unlock it? She said, no, it's not locked. It's not locked. It's not locked. I'm like, to me, it's locked. She's like, it's not locked. I just need the key. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> it's locked to me. I can't access it. I'm actually going to open it. Just tell me. Oh, I'm going to grab the key. I'm going to open it. But she kept telling me it's not locked. So the energy that she gave to me, I, I tried to be zen. I tried. In the beginning, I was like, okay. But then she just kept getting at me. Then I was like, listen, whatever energy you give me is the energy I'm going to give back to you. I got upset. I'm only human. <laughs> But what is that saying? I had to build up my zenness to be able to understand that. Let me give you some more examples. Sometimes I catch a train because I'm going from Miami all the way to West Palm and not drive. And here's what I think, consciously thinking. I'm about to miss the bus. I'm like, oh, I'm an hour earlier from the next one. See how much stress that, that saved me? Why? Because of the process that I spent here thinking of the important things I need to do, personal development, reading the books, exercising, meditation, those things have allowed me to decrease so much stress in my life, now I'm able to handle the challenges of life, which then can allow me to navigate through life better, so that I can make the conscious decision to go to the gym, I can make the conscious decision to meditate, and to do my assignment on time. So it's important that we stay in the quadrant of not urgent, but important. Give you this is a quick time time management thing. Okay, now we're gonna try to run to the final stretch. Okay, implementation intention. So first, your goals must be specific, must be measurable, but also it must have a where and how to apply. I said something very cool. I said if you want to build a habit of going to the gym, why don't you create a sticky note? and say, go to the gym. Put it on your rearview mirror. You step in the car. Oh, go to the gym. Right. So now, before, before you can back out, you have to take the sticky note out. Don't build a habit of ignoring the sticky note now. Okay, that's not a good habit to build. So now you have a cue. Now the routine facilitates you to go through the gym. So there are visual cues. There are auditory cues. There are con conscious and subconscious cues. M maybe... If you have a habit of eating at McDonald's or somewhere you know you shouldn't eat, don't take that route. Don't go that way. Take a different route. You're like, I do not want to smell McDonald's. If I smell McDonald's, you know what's going to happen. It's going to leave me right in there. You know that they actually build the, the smell so that you can smell it miles away. In fact, there is a clear... You ever ate Auntie May, Auntie May pretzels? Auntie, what is it called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it right? Auntie Anne. Auntie Anne. Auntie Anne. Did you know that they intentionally placed their pretzel thing in the middle of the, mm -hmm. not, not by other restaurants, mm -hmm. so that it can spread throughout the whole thing? So as soon as you walk into the mall, you're like, automatically they got you. They, they, they're working against you here. So what do you do if you try to eat vegetables and you walk into the supermarket? Don't go to the vegetable aisle. Well, my bad. <laughs> Don't go to the sweet aisle. Go buy your vegetables, fill up your cart, and then think about your pockets. And you'll be like, man, I already got $80 worth of food. I don't think I got enough food. 
any more money for Frankie bars anymore. So now you're like, oh, I got all the greens. Now you walked out, you're good. And when you get to the front of the register, they got you again. You're like Reese's, Snickers. You're not you when you're hungry. <laughs> it works. Guess what they do? They program your subconscious every day, every day, every day, every day, every day. So when you get there, you have to. So all these things, the cue have to. Um, so let's go back to the implementation intention. If you can hear my voice, you're tuning in to the Ed Talks Daily Personal Development and Motivation Podcast. And I want to thank you for taking the initiative to grow holistically and invite you to subscribe to this podcast and leave a review. Thank you. What's going on, powerful people? It's the one and only the holistic motivator here with a special message for you before you go about your day. Now listen, if you've been tuning into this podcast for a couple months, a couple weeks, a couple days, a couple of years, I want to thank you. But you know what? There's one thing to listen on whatever podcast platform you're listening on. And there's another thing to be at a live event. It's just different because of the energy, because you get to interact and because of, of the frequency that's in the room. Now, if you're in Miami, Florida, Broward, Florida, South Florida, any part of Florida and is willing to travel, I have a consistent workshop that I host every month on the first Wednesday of the month. Every month, the first Wednesday of the month, I have an event called How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business. And it's not just for entrepreneurs, but it's for everybody who want to take care of themselves. So whatever you're growing, if you're learning how to grow your business and you're too tired and stressed to get anything done, come learn some practical self-care tips so that you can take care of yourself so you can take care of business. So you're going to learn how the most effective entrepreneurs are using meditation, mindfulness, exercise, and self-monitoring to increase their productivity and it boosts their business. And if you don't have a business to boost the business called you, I'm going to talk about how to be more mindful, how to meditate through medical Qigong and how to journal in order to take care of your mental well-being and diminish your stress. OK, so the link is below whatever podcast platform. Just check out below and you're going to see get free ticket to event. Click that link and then it'll take you to an event bright page or my personal website where you can then get your free ticket to this event. So the next event is coming up on March 4th. March 4th, the next event is coming up. The next one after that, I believe, is April 1st. All right, so March 4th and April 1st, I am looking forward to seeing you at the next How to Take Care of Yourself So You Can Take Care of Business, okay? I want to thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It is my pleasure to serve you. Please, please, if you get anything from this podcast, don't miss out the chance to see me in the early beginning stages of my passion in life. Because whatever I share is just, I'm just a vehicle. I'm just a medium to share it with you. I'll see you on the other side. Thanks. So you're going to say, 
when I wake up, I'm not gonna write. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna write this much. When I wake up, please take verbal notes. When I wake up, I'm going to meditate. Then I'm going to journal. Then I'm going to have a cup of lemon water. And then I can get to go to work. So you specific when and where. Or you can be when I wake up, I'm going to go outside and meditate. I'm going to go to the fridge and get some water with some lemon, and then I'm going to go to work. So you want to have a specific implementation intention of when you're going to actually make these habits happen for you. So now you may be wondering, I don't have enough time to make any new habits. I don't have time to actually create habits. You don't have time. You don't have time to do something different. I want you to think, like, have you ever seen, like, a, a road that's not a road, a path that's not a path, but it's in the grass, but somehow it became a path? Yeah. So this is the best, you have neurons in your brain, neural connections that are binding together. They say that cells that wire, neurons that wire together, fire together. So every time you perform a task, you're building a strand. You're building a strand. You're building a strand. You're building a strand. So your actions, actions make the difference in results. Not intention, actions make the difference in results. The walking makes the difference in results. So let's think of a, a bad habit of a down spiral procrastination. But here's what I find out. Procrastination is not as simple as people tell you. Well, just stop doing what you're doing and do something else. There are other things that are binded to it. There's the amygdala. The amygdala is your... It's part of your brain that literally records the things that cause you anxiety and stress. So you may get a knot in your stomach when you're about to do an action because you've been so used to not doing it, so your amygdala brain is automatically keeping you away from it, and you don't even know it. Let me tell you an example. For a while, I'm still in school. I've been in school for six years. The reason why I host this is because I personally may have, have to build new habits to get back on track. I ran a mobile personal training business. I, I was homeless for like a year. So in doing so, I was so stressed out. I was so anxious. I was so worried. So at specific times of the semester, my brain registered that, man, your life is about to go down automatically. You're like, at this time, maybe my, my parent died, my pet died. Maybe at this time, I lost. Maybe at this time, I was alone. Maybe I lost all my friends. Maybe I couldn't eat at this time. So at this time, you get so sad and depressed. And you build a habit of ignoring because you're trying to escape your the problem. So you start, man, if I go look at this time, I'm really so stressed. I'm so worried. I'm so tired. Ah. So now, the cells of your, the amygdalian brain is going through the thing of procrastination, and then you can't find yourself doing anything. You're like, man, I'm really trying to go do this assignment. For some reason, I keep holding myself back. My philosophies, my scripts, my brain is just messing me up. Maybe let's say another thing. Maybe every time you got a break, a breakup, somebody broke your heart. So it's not just procrastination anymore. It's just ill eating. You, you just you're not eating right. You're eating too much. So it doesn't have to be a boyfriend that breaks your heart. Your mom just like says something about you. Like man, mom, you really don't say that. So now all of a sudden you start eating bad again. 
So these cells are flying in line together so that when this shows up, that shows up. So now there's, there's a, you have to subconsciously unwire them, not by going and just unlaying the train tracks of your, the neurons that are affecting you, but you have to completely ignore these and go and just act on a new path. You cannot change the old road that got you to the place you are right now. You cannot change the habits that got you to the path that you are right now by unlaying the tracks. That will take forever to unlay the tracks of all your ill habits, all your negative beliefs. But what you can do, you can build new ones. And when you build new ones, these start to go away. But you have to be very self-aware to know how to do that. You have to be very alert about your life to know what is causing you to do that. What philosophies, what scripts, what things are actually affecting the things you're doing every single day. Once you begin to have that sense of awareness, then now you can consciously build new neurons that are flying together and wiring together. So what I've done is I've created a morning routine that works for me and not against me. So that I know, okay, now I know I've been procrastinating on these tasks. I've been wanting to do this for years, but I'm like, I've been procrastinating on doing that because I'm not, I'm not ready, I'm not ready. So I worked on the scripts, then I asked, and I started acting, I started acting. You have to start acting every day by building an environment that will help you act. So now, how do you build an environment? First, you have to build a solid internal environment that matches your external environment to change your life. So now, you have to look at the workspace that you're working at. Now, if you work in your bedroom, that's where you play video games, or you work in your living room, that's where you watch TV, and you work here, and that's what... If you keep finding yourself distracted, let's say you had to have a smoking and you're hanging out with the environment of friends that are constantly smoking, that are doing that and doing that, you cannot change your brain in the same environment that built those new neural pathways. So you almost have to look at the greener side or the other side by literally saying, okay, if I've been building this pathway here, pathway of destruction, pathway of least resistance, why did I resist those temptations, go to a new era of my life, and use the same thing I did for negative habits for positive ones. Being able to program my mind to the point where I know that it will be less resistance because this is already part of my philosophy. That I have to wake up and do this, I have to wake up and do that. So then, you don't have to work as hard. Now if it's hard, you don't want to do it. If it's difficult, you don't want to go towards that route. So how do you make it easy? It has to become so effortlessly that you don't even have to think about it. Okay, so here's just a couple of things you can do when you go home. Make your environment more friendly and put visual cues so that you can remind yourself what to do. I put vision boards up. You could put specific quotes that dictate the philosophies that you want to build. Whatever course those may be. You can assign, assign a task to different locations in your home. You can make a desk that when I sit in this desk, this is all I'm going to do. I'm going to assign it, I'm going to do work. If you do that long enough, then the desk is associated with that. My parents got a bunch of cats at their house. When I go there, and I just open the door. The cue is, oh, the door. They all run up, ah, I don't want food, I don't want food. They know the, they have, they know the cue. Now the routine follows and the reward happens. So they heard the door automatically. Some cat lady, pretty much. They don't like it, though. Cats are scared of me for some reason. 
Another thing is you want to make your place zen-like. Add some plants, you know. Add some, some things. There's a French spray principle. Look that up after we're done. Add some plants. Make it more nature-friendly. And also, is access the people in your environment. And also, the people in your environment may be negative, and maybe every time they say something, say something back that counteracts their negative philosophies, that's gonna get you deterred. If, if they say, what are you eating? Say like, ah, oh, this furnace is, here's what I do. I'm gonna tell you two things, one of them is positive, one of them is, okay, so when I meditate, somebody, I see somebody looking at me or maybe have a smirk on their face. If only they knew that this can make them live longer. This is amazing. They don't know what peace of mind. I say that. Rebukes their thoughts. Automatically, their negative energy is shunned out. But here's one that may be cultural, but sometimes I'm running. I run a lot. And the other days, not even just on my race, other races, but my race as well. And whether black or white, some people tend to go to the other side of the street. Here's what I say to myself. I care more about your safety than your demise. I told somebody that in actuality yesterday. It was a guy. I was trying to fix my pin top. And the guy was sitting. He was a black guy, by the way. He was like, man, what you trying to do? I'm an OG, man. What you trying to do? I'm an OG. What you trying to do? Trying to hurt me? I was like, nah, man. I'm trying to fix the top of the pen. My internal environment was so still that I knew that he was in a pot. He was in a, like, it's like people trying to get you. Maybe he lived there. Maybe he had... Some past experience where somebody stabbed him or something. So I was kindly responded to him with the thought of, man, I do understand it's crazy out here, bro. It's really crazy, but I'm, I'm just fixing my pen here. I'm about, to, I'm about to do this. And the guy was like, and I was like, man, I care more about your safety than I care about your demise. He was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, brother. I'm sorry, man. And I, I left. But I have to keep, I have to say that in my brain. Because I had to rebuke that negative energy. Sometimes you have to rebuke the negative energies from those environments. Look at those people in your environments. Don't let their words hurt you. Understand that people communicate from a place of pain if they're in pain themselves. You know what I mean? So you have to consciously talk to yourself and talk against other words that are people are bringing into your conscious. Because if you, if you let them, then you start categorizing them as such. You know, my, I, I, I refuse to be... I refuse to look at myself as... Somebody who hurts people or who's just, he's a black guy who's going to rob you. I refuse for people to even put that on me. So I think positively against those thoughts, even if, even if I'm thinking they're doing it and they're not really doing it. Maybe they're just turning the street to go to their house. Like, you know what I mean? But if you, if you find yourself thinking that, you have to rebuke it. Okay? And I talked about the obvious cues you can put, the philosophies. But a big thing you can start is by building habits to just build confidence. If you have a, a procrastination, accomplish one thing on your list a day. Make sure that task is done. If you create a list, the purpose of creating a list is checking it off. Remember to check off the list. If you want to go to the gym, create a habit that maybe I'm going to do, I'm going to work out for one minute a day. Just one small change, then you start to be like, man, I did it. I did one minute. Just all I need is for one minute. Just use some small habits. If you want to eat vegetables, eat one vegetable a day. One. Just one, not two. And then keep doing it and keep doing it. Keep doing it again. You know, like I said, you're not focused on getting rid of the bad stuff. You just add some good ones. And then as you add some good ones, and you're like, yo, I feel really good. Then you're going to be like, I, I 
kind of don't want that. Your philosophy can be changed by your habits and your habits can change. Your philosophy can change your habits and your habits can change your philosophy. So it, it's a true error. So these things have to become your lifestyle. Don't focus on destroying the habit, but focus on building them. Have the visualization of the person you want to be in your mind every single day and make sure that your life match up with that person and continuously to work on it because it's possible for you. You can be at a blank state. You can be at a blank state if your mind state is a, is a spirit of action, not a spirit of lack. You can be at a blank state like a child going back from one to seven if you're willing to add new scripts into your life, if you're willing to reprogram your brain and get back to a clean state. Now, we didn't get to go too intricate into all these other things, but if you can really focus and hold in on the scripts of your life, really notice what has led you to the place that you've been. I've done the work. I realized that, man, I was super anxious at the end of semester because I remember I used to think about there was one time where every single day I walked home and I was like, eviction notice number one. Eviction notice, I'm 19 years old. I had, I had my own little condo. I was, I thought I was balling, man. Like, I had my car, bringing girls, having parties every night. I'm like, and then, boom, life hit me. I'm so worried and anxious. So I realized that around that time, there was a stench that when December comes around, November comes around, they call it seasonal depression. That was affecting my life. So I found myself repeating it every time. I got kicked out of school, like, Three or four times, lost my financial aid. Why? Because whenever that spring semester came up, was it spring? Was it fall? Yeah. Yeah, at the end of fall, going into spring. Yeah, at the end of fall, going into spring, I had this anxiety. I would do great at the end of spring, but I would mess up at the end of fall. Then I had to go back. I was like, man, before then, I was uh, all A's and B's. What happened? Oh, this happened. Now I associated this season with that. So now I procrastinate, I procrastinate because subconsciously I don't believe I, I, I'm worthy of passing. So this has been happening over and over until it hit me, until the pain, the pain was so difficult that I, I do not want that pain in my life anymore. I want the pleasure of being able to do this all across the world and tell people this is what I did before, this is what I did, and this is how you can do it. So that didn't let me quit. That's why I'm still in school. I've done more self-learning. I need to complete this degree because I need to know that if a challenge arises in my life like this in the future, I could dismantle those beliefs, I could dismantle those subconscious scripts, and I could dismantle this amygdala script that has been holding me back and shunning my life. So I decided to let my heart open up to new possibilities. So that's what's going to happen for your life if you consciously decide and write down what you want, what you want to create through a cue through a routine and rewarding yourself, maybe with a smoothie, maybe like, I said one thing that was, that can be like, uh, you're talking about sex? But if you have a girlfriend and you know you have sex with her, don't do that unless you do something else. So couple what you love with what you hate. Like, I can't, look, I can't even kiss you today because I didn't work out. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't kiss you. You know what I mean? So you can, you can do these things, but you have to start to think, you have to start to learn. Self-learning is not just learning other things, but it's learning yourself. And in learning yourself, you can actively create new possibilities. And I want to remind you that you have the unlimited power to do that. You have the potential to let that come out of you. But you have to believe that it's possible. And in believing that, you start to conceive new habits, new ways of being, new philosophies, 
and that will be released to the world. Alright, so that's my message and I'm sticking to it. Thank you. And I also want to have you guys do one final exercise. I want you to be open up to all these things that are going to happen. So I want you to take claws, bring them out, bring your elbows up and open up your heart. Make a claw, bring your elbows out to the side, open up your heart. One claw. So you're opening up for new possibilities. deep breath. So I'm ready to go. Every morning when you wake up, say, I'm ready to take on this thing called life. Let's, let's go ahead and say some affirmations. Say, I'm ready to take on this thing called life. Come on, guys. Say, I'm ready to take on this thing called life. Ready to take on this thing called life. Say, I'm ready to take on this thing called life. Ready to take on this thing called life. And I'm ready to open up myself to my new self. podcast i bet you were this is just a little excerpt from the event i'm going to be hosting on march 4th at the broward county library called how to take care of yourself so you can take care of business but that's the short promo i had for that event but listen to me the only way i can do this podcast is by getting sponsors and support that's why i've partnered up with audibletrial.com because you're not you when your mind's hungry so feed your mind with some audiobooks all day every day. So are you tired, stressed, and anxious? Are you worried and uncertain about what your future holds? Do you want to grow to another level? Audible trials have changed my life. I started with an Audible trial and got one book called Think and Grow Rich. It took me way longer to try to read the book and I didn't remember as much, but when I listened to it about four times, I got the complete gist of the book because what happens when you listen to a book it, your subconscious mind records it better that's why I prefer audio rather than text the average person reads less than a book a year top CEOs read about a book a month aren't you the top chief executive of your life you are a CEO you are a powerful being so it's your time to invest in your mind so don't hesitate, man. Go down below. There's a link in the in this podcast, whatever, wherever you're listening. There's a link. All you got to do is go to the description. Click get free audiobook from Audible. AudibleTrial.com forward slash Ed Talks. It's your life. Feed it when you need it. I want to remind you that you have unlimited power within you to achieve whatever it is that you want and to construct the person you want to be. But first, you must believe it in order to achieve it. And until that happens, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, 
and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine. Don't hide it. Don't dim it. Thank you. Find Ed Talks Daily on your favorite podcast app and be sure to leave your thoughts in the form of review. Until next time, remain in your unlimited power.